millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast with me, Sam Ellard, and the Double Ashes winner, Steve Harmison, on the day that the Super 12s, the T20 World Cup, got going. And we had two games today. England kicked off their campaign with a five-wicket victory against Afghanistan. And before that, Australia, the defending champions and pre-tournament favourites, were hammered by New Zealand. There is plenty to chat about on today's following on podcast. And with me is the Double Ashes winner, Steve Harmison. Harmi, hello, how are you doing? I'm not bad, Samuel. Um, good win for England. Um, excellent. Yeah, good win. Long, excellent. Uh, long time no speaker. We're recording this on, on Saturday, but perhaps some people might be listening to this on, on Sunday. And Sunday the 23rd is, is your birthday, isn't it, right? Yeah, yeah, me, I'm 44. Natalie Sawyer is a little bit younger than me. Um, she pointed out this morning on breakfast. Um, but, Talk about ladies' no, age, Harmony. Exactly, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying I wasn't saying anything. I I, I did say that I, I'll mention my age, but women never never do. She looks great whatever age she's at. Um, to be honest, it, it's another, yeah, that's another blur, to be, uh, to be brutally honest. Um, I'm still looking... less beer in this year, Harmer. You might remember I, a bit more about it. You I'm know? struggling. Sam, I struggle to drink less beer. I think I'm five and a half stone heavier than what I was when I finished playing playing cricket. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I've started carrying my golf bag. So it was six in a bit, but it's now five and a half. It's coming off. Um, I've had a haircut, so I'm looking well for my birthday tomorrow. Um, but I've been impressed by England. Um, yeah. You yeah, think second half was less. that great, but you are. I didn't think second half was that great, but I thought first half. I just think it was a professional performance. Simple as that. Uh, you get first game in a tournament, and you just want you want to win under your belt by hook or by crook. And to be fair, they did it. They did it brilliantly. Yeah, um, they could have come out and blasted and getting 112 off eight and a half nine overs. And I thought Hills and Butler had the right intensity when they came out there, and then. You get stuck, don't you? And the likes of Milan, there's question mark on his place. I didn't think he'd play if you played the seven 
Number seven is a, is a bowling all-rounder, which England have played for the last sort of 14 games. They've played number seven as the bowling all-rounder, but obviously Stokes back, you can you can afford to play the extra batsman. I still don't think that's the right way to go. I really don't. I was talking to Neil Fairbrother last night when he was listening to me on H&J and he was like, this is the best way to go. And I said, yeah, I know it is. And I, and I get that. Yeah, number seven batting all-rounder, but I'm going, Mo and Ali, really? Do I want to be coming in facing five balls? Liam Livingston, not facing many balls. Um, it just it just shows the embarrassment of riches we've got. And arguably the thing that could come against us is we we might end up picking the wrong formula in a crucial stage. That probably is the only way I see England getting beat in this tournament. Yeah, so England uh, won the toss army. They chose to bowl first. They dismissed Afghanistan for 112. Sam Curran becoming the first England bowler to take five wickets in a T20 international figures of five for 10. Quite incredible. And as you said, Harmy, in, in reply, it wasn't explosive, was it? England losing wickets pretty much regularly throughout the innings, but you never felt as if England weren't going to chase down the target. Liam Livingston top scoring with 29. Um, so I just want to go back, Harmy, to the the team and sort of the setup of the team. Yeah, it is sort of a very batting-heavy lineup. Um, if a batsman was to drop out and they did want to bump up Sam Curran and maybe bring in a David Willey or a Chris Jordan, do you think it's it's Milan that's at risk? Or, I mean, you know, some people might say it could be Alex Hales when Milan could open. How do you see it? Yeah, I, I'm again, I'm really, I've said over the last few days, I said on HJ yesterday, so the Critic Collective on, on Tuesday. I only said Milan not playing because of the way England have played the last 14 games, but 13 games, whichever it is. Mm. Seven, they played in Pakistan. When they got to Australia, they played number seven is Sam Curran or David Willey. So I just assumed that this is the formula they were going to go with. And if they were going to go with that formula, there was a lot. There was a few, honestly, there was a few people I've seen on a few podcasts saying Ben Stokes shouldn't have played. It's like, yeah. really? For real or what? Yeah, you know, that's a big call, that, isn't it? The, the big call gonna, to play Ben Stokes you, you, World Cup. You want your head red if you want Ben Stokes <laughs> out of the World Cup. You know what I mean? It's, it's the opposite bowling. He feels like you'd not believe, mm. and then yeah, you know, we all see his prowess with the bat when it comes to the big stage in the World Cup final in 2019. So, yes, that was a long way away, and Ben is still still finding himself a little bit. But you don't drop Ben Stokes. The ones that were vulnerable were David Milan, probably Alex Hills. And yeah. I'm, I worked to the theory that Alex Hills has come in under a cloud. Alex Hills has come in, be, be, obviously because Johnny Besto, and there's uh, a trust issue from the Owen Morgan time. If you had any inclination that you were going to play, we're going to play one less batsman, you would never have taken Alex Hills yeah. because Milan would open the bat and Salt would have been your backup batsman. We're going to play number seven as... And I think further down the line, I think bowling all-rounder could become crucial because at seven, because I still think England, where they really, they really are sort of possibly going to get caught wanting in the in the back end of the tournament, is death bowling. And I think giving Joss Butler as many options as he possibly can. So if he has Sam Curran at seven, he could have David Willey at eight. He could have a Jordan or a Wokes at nine. Then you've got Rashid and, and Wood at 10 and 11. Because you've got that number nine, Jordan or Wokes, he can bowl at the death. Willie can bowl at the death. Corrin's just showed he can bowl at the death. Mm. Given the captain as many options as he possibly can in the last four overs, 
I think is very, very crucial. And then you look at, from a, a batting point of view, if, do you really want Mo and Ali only facing five, six balls, seven balls, if things go right, batting at number seven? So I think that might change further down the line. But at this minute in time, I think England have got off to a good start in a tournament, especially when I think one of the favourites has possibly gone out this morning. Yeah, I looked at Australia and I thought, you know what, this could be, they're at a point, they've got to win every game now. Because we thought South Africa won four out of five last year, didn't they? And they didn't go through. So you're right, Australia could potentially win their four remaining games and still not get through because the net run rates had an absolute stinker today. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And they've got a fantastic bowling unit. They've got, they're just something's not right with Australia. What, 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 I mean, on paper, that team is unbelievable, isn't it? I, I really don't know. It just seems as though there's something in there that's not quite right. They're not, they're not sort of gelling, they're not flowing. It's, it's, it's like a and I'm, and I'm sure inside the dressing room, it's not. I've got 100%. I'm 100% certain it's not that they are playing like 11 individuals. Mm. But the way they are performing, it's like 11 individuals. They're not playing in a sort of any sort of structure or any sort of way. And I know that's the old cliche with a football. And we have just, I laugh at people when they talk about Gerard. He's got no. He's got no game plan. He's, he's got no. Um, you, you can't see what identity you've got. And I'm like, well, they're getting beat. That's why they've got an identity. They're getting beat. That They're just a little bit low on confidence. And I think Australia, I've always found that with Australia that if you get on top of Australia, you've got a great chance of beating them. And Devin Conway's innings was a fa- fabulous innings. But fair, yeah, yeah, fair, play, fair play to Allen, who went out, bang, crash, bang, wallop, 42 of 16 balls. You put Australia on the back foot. Sometimes, you know, they are, they are like bullies. They were like bullies in my time. If they threw their first punch and they got on top of you, they were difficult to beat. Mm. But if you, if you stuck with them and you threw punches back, you know what? Sometimes they took the water in. And you have big stage, big game, hosting tournament. Maybe they took the water in this morning. Good it's to a, see. It's another tournament, Harmy, where when I was listening to broadcasts and everything, people were saying, you know, the... The big three, England, Australia, India are the three favourites. Some people sort of saying, you know, South Africa maybe look good. It felt as if, once again, no one was really talking too much about New Zealand. But, I mean, you know, 200 for three they posted. Bowling Australia out for 111. You mentioned there the, the knock from Finalin was brilliant. Uh, they bat deep, don't they? You know, the you know what is it? Bolt, Ferguson, Southie, some pace attack, two great spinners. Is this Could this be another tournament where they stop go under the radar a little bit? And then we get to semi-finals and think, hang on a minute, they're in there again and they look bloody good. Yeah, they're not under the radar anymore. No, I think sure, they were yeah. the tournament, but they're not anymore because they've just possibly knocked Australia out. Because if England beat Australia, then Australia are out. They're done. Um, yeah, you've got the Asia Tour, yeah, the Asia Cup champions in Sri Lanka in this group. Ireland are a known mean feat. And you look at it's Afghanistan's bowling... It's a hard group. Uh, you look at Afghanistan. That was that's not an easy game that England had just played. That's not an easy game. You know, you get you you look at where Afghanistan against where's Afghanistan playing Australia? Afghanistan play Australia in Adelaide on a wicket. Probably yeah. if Afghanistan were going to pick a surface to play Australia on, it was going to be in Adelaide, the slowest pitch that is in Australia, the pitch that doesn't bounce as much. And yeah, you know, with Majib Nabi and 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 um and Rashid Khan, you think they're gonna it's that's not that's not an easy game either for the Australians. So look, yeah, you know, New Zealand have come under the radar. 
many, many times in tournaments, everybody knew they were they were a good side. There's there's but everybody thought, well, you know what? They're gonna have to do well to get in the top two because England have got an embarrassment of riches and they're in good form and Australia at home. So everybody just looked at them too in the in as to say, well, no matter how well Australia and New Zealand play, it's gonna be difficult for them to to uh, to qualify. But yeah, look, they, they they put a marker down first thing this morning and I tell you what, if they play better than that in this tournament, then it's going to take some team to beat them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. We've got to talk about Sam Curran, Harmy, going back to the, the England game, 3.4 overs. Five wickets for 10 runs. The first England bowler in men's cricket to take a five-wicket haul. Um, is today another great example of how good he's becoming and developing as a, a T20 cricketer, Harmi? Yeah, just not just a T20 cricketer, but a cricketer in general. He's, I've said this millions and millions of times. You know, I was sitting in this chair looking at this, this camera and going... I find myself picking teams for England, whether it's red ball or white ball, and I start with Sam Curran in it. Really? I try and find every conundrum possible to keep him in it, and then I find him at number twelve each time. I really and and but in the last, I think in the last short period since he's had his his injury, he's gone and get himself a first class hundred uh, for sorry, and now he's performed brilliantly at that number seven role for England in Pakistan. And I think now he's 
he's confidence. He's a confident young man, and I think his confidence is going to no end with this first game of this tournament. And that's why possibly England might go down the road of the bowling all rounder coming in at seven and potentially leaving one of the batsmen out um, further down the line when we play against the better sides and you possibly need that extra frontline bowler to bowl overs at the top in the power player and overs at the depth. Sam Curran, for me, is a, he, he always has been a, a fantastic young cricketer, but unfortunately, it's finding a, finding a role for him in the side. Mm. And I actually think in the last sort of 12 months in his franchise game, his franchise teams have sort of niche, got a little niche role there for him now. And I thought his bowling at the death today was fantastic. Big surface there, big boundaries, huge pockets in sort of, what I mean is pockets is like mid-wicket and extra cover boundaries, um, as well as sort of deep point, deep square leg. So he can, because he's so short, he can bowl it into the pitch hard and it's going to take a, a big, big shot to try and hit it over the, over the rope. And, England's field and back that bowling up. So fair play to the boy. Do you like Ben Stokes opening the bowling, Harmy? Are you surprised that we've seen Ben Stokes open the bowling in the the last couple of games? Something a little bit left field from from Josh Butler? Not in Australia, I'm not. Not in Australia. Because the one thing about Ben Stokes, when he bowls in a test match, you just anything can happen. And that's why I love watching him bowl. And yeah, and that's it's the way I love playing cricket. I'd be encouraging Ben. I'd, I'd, if I was standing next to Ben at mid-off, I'd be going, I'm not bothered how many runs you go for. I couldn't care. Try and take me a wicket. Mm. Every single ball. Just try and take me a wicket. And he does that. The one thing about Ben is he's got wicket-taking balls in him. He's got that Courtney Walsh sort of fall away where the wrist goes in, but he gets the ball to hold up. And on these surfaces, on these bouncy surfaces, and the surfaces have got a little bit in it, especially with the new ball, then he's perfect. He's perfect to open a bowling in a power play because at the end of the day, if he goes for eight, nine, ten and over, well, he's meant to go for eight, nine, ten and over. That's what power players do. But if he picks up a wicket or two wickets and you look at teams that they're going to come up against, if he picks up one of the big guns in the first six overs, mm, two yeah. wickets in the first six overs, he's done his job. Even if he goes for 25, if he go, if he has two for 25 off, off two in every game, England win more games than they lose. And that's why it's a it's a very, very good decision for Ben to bowl uh, in the first over. It's a bit like a spinner bowling the first over and sort of subcontinent. You know, is it going to grip? Is it going to spin? Is it going to skid on with the, the lacquer on the ball? Um, it's a little bit like that in Australia where Ben, the way he gets the ball, you just get that little bit extra bounce. He's used in test matches as a battering ram because he bowls quickly and he bowls bounces, gets the ball to go. So for me, I think it's a good move to get him to open a bowling. And that's why it was just so ridiculous when people are going, Ben Stokes shouldn't be playing in this World Cup. Really? You only had you got a head red. And like have you not seen him do crazy things in big moments for England for like the last five years regularly? It is crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? If Josh said to Ben, yeah, sorry, pal, stay in England, mate. Get yourself ready for Pakistan. Um, Sunday, the 23rd of October, I'm sure it's going to end with Steve Harmison being carried home after a long day in the pub. I'm sure you'll have a few beers. You're going to have a Sunday roast. You're going to watch Tottenham versus Newcastle because I'm sure you think your beloved team are going to come top four. But I can also guarantee that your day is surely going to start with the small matter 
of India versus Pakistan. It's Sri Lanka Ireland at five o'clock UK time. But then, Hamid, we don't see this fixture very often, do we? India v Pakistan in a World Cup. I can't wait for it, Hami. It's going to be amazing. And they, they couldn't have gotten it at any better venue, really. If, if it's not, in, it's not, it's never going to be in Karachi. It's <laughs> never going to be in the Eden Gardens. But to have it in the MCG, the only thing that's going to po- possibly scupper it is that apparently there's rain around tomorrow. And that's, I hope not, because they've said it's sold out. They've said the MCG is going to be sold out. So, it's going to be, I won't be having too much time because I've got to do your job on Monday morning at nine o'clock for the South Africa game um, and report <laughs> into the breakfast show. But I will, you know me, I'll have one or two, but I'll be watching, you know, we're, we're sort of in good spirit watching India, Pakistan because like the Ashes, it's huge. Yeah. You know, if you're, it, it's huge. The two countries are nearly at war politically and, and, and everything that you want off the field. But, I've noticed in recent times, especially in the last sort of five, 10 years because of franchise leagues around the world, there's a lot of India, cross, India-Pakistan India crossovers when it comes to overseas players in these tournaments. And we are one of the, one of the great picture, for me, one of the greatest pictures that we had this summer was Pujara getting 100 and Rizwan getting 100 for Sussex, each, yeah. you know, both in the middle. It's a fantastic shot between the two, India and Pakistan. And um, politically, they're not very close, but I think it's going to be a fantastic contest between probably India's batters and Pakistan's bowlers. I think if Pakistan's bowlers knock India's batters over, they've got a chance of of, of winning. And that, for me, would be as big as New Zealand beating Australia. I'm excited, um, Harvey, to see Shaheen Shah come into Rohit, come into Kohli on a quick wicket at the MCG. I've got goosebumps thinking about it. Well, as long as the rain, well, to be honest, if it, as long as it doesn't rain, if it's overcast, I'm not bothered because then that will bring the bowler more into play. But if Pakistan were to knock India over in that first power play, get three wickets, two, three wickets, then they've got a chance. And if if Pakistan win that game, then all of a sudden, it's because it, it obviously, I think it's a shootout for me. It's a shootout in that in that group. I think India, South Africa. I don't think Bangladesh are in the equation. I don't think the Netherlands are in the equation. And it's great to see Zimbabwe. I'm over the moon. Zimbabwe are back in the big time. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Zimbabwe are in the equation. So it could come down to South Africa. Who, how South Africa and Pakistan do against India, and then who wins between South Africa and Pakistan? Who gets that second semi-final spot? Tommy, Tom, man, thank you very much. And I uh, wish you a very, very happy. I can't believe you're only 44 tomorrow. That's outrageous. You've like, retired for 20 years. To be honest, Sam, to be honest, Sam, I'm looking at my computer screen right now and you look older than me and you're 20 years younger than me. That's because I'm severely overweight for a 26-year-old I've man, been, Steve. I've been, I've been, I had 20 years bowling this carcass down here at Chesley Street and wherever you want. You know, you're just sat in a chair. You look older than me. You're 26. I, I can't believe you're 26. I've got no excuse, Harmy, have I? I've got absolutely no whatsoever. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, good stuff, Harmy. My week started by interviewing The Rock. My week's finished by interviewing Steve Harmison. <laughs> Brilliant, Samuel. Well done, pal. Oh, man, Harmy. Yeah, on Sunday, cannot wait. Sri Lanka Island at five o'clock and India, Pakistan at nine o'clock. But day one 
of the Super 12 sees New Zealand thump Australia by 89 runs and England kick off their campaign by beating Afghanistan by five wickets. Sam Ellon, Steve Harmison, bringing you the following on podcast. Well, that's it for another edition of Following On. Thanks uh, for listening. And if you ever have any ideas for guests or have questions for uh, the likes of Steve Harmison or Neil Manthorpe, feel free to tweet me at Fulham John or via at cricket underscore TS. And uh, either I or one of the team will make sure that your questions are read out uh, on the show at the earliest convenience. Also, please take the time to leave a review. And if you're already a subscriber, then tell your mates to do the same. And if you want more content from the likes of Steve Harmison, then head over to his YouTube channel and tell him I sent you. Thanks for listening to Following On. The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 